Have you seen the new Amazon original movie, Blackest Night? This movie was um, directed by Marguerite Lee Go. I think it was like last year when Amazon started doing Amazon exclusives um, by these different directors. And so I believe this is part of that same thing. It's like an original film for Amazon. So it's very interesting to see these movies because um, they have different kind of directors and stuff you never seen before or heard of. And this might be like their first time directing and things like that. I went to this movie cold. I didn't see any trailers or anything. I just saw like the, um, you know, the movie poster and I figured I'll check it out. This movie takes place in New Orleans and it's about a young girl who gets attacked and gets bit by a vampire. And I guess it's pretty much just her dealing with the situation alone with her friend who's kind of helping her figure out what's going on. And she's trying to not only get rid of the vampire, but also try to right a wrong that's been done. This is a trip. I, full disclosure, I was hoping for something between Attack the Block and The Lost Boys. And even though the concept of this movie had a lot of cool ideas, but I just wish it was in a better movie. I, I think that it didn't pull it off as good as, as it could have. I don't know, it's interesting. But like I said before, you know, the, it takes place in New Orleans, which I think is really cool. New Orleans have a, have a certain kind of vibe to it, for sure you know, connected with the whole vampire lore and all that kind of stuff already. So I thought it was kind of neat that it takes place there. And I think it's neat that it takes place, you know, and it's happening with black folks. Because the way it started off, it was crazy. It, it was like, um, like these vampires attacking this homeless guys. And, and this is how it first starts off. They have all these different things like, you know, our protagonist, the girl, she's visiting her mom and you find out she's on drugs, but it's almost like a trigger for me. So when I saw it, I was thinking like, oh, this again, they're on this again. And then I have to admit with this, they did it in a cool way because they kind of gave different perspectives because they gave how the daughter felt about the mom being estranged and on drugs and how even though she knew that about her mom, she still would check in on her mom and try to convince her to come back home. Then you had the brother that just kind of dismissed her and figured like, well, she chose drugs instead of us, so forget her. And then you had the dad that was more along the lines of, she's a good woman, she's just getting, she just caught up and she just can't be here. And so I, I like how they made it like it was actually a disease and a problem more so than just vilifying buying the person for being on drugs. So I like how that was handled. So I'm like, if they're going to have to talk about a drug addict, you know, mother, I like the fact that it seemed like it was a more honest interpretation of how that really works more so than, like I said, just the, you know, like the black mom just not caring about her family and kids, which, which is never just that. So... I thought it was, you know, pretty cool the, the way they broke it down. After it's kind of established that, you know, her mom's on drugs and, and the girl going to this bad part of the neighborhood to make sure, it's like an apartment complex where a whole bunch of shady stuff kind of goes down. I guess she visits the place kind of often to check on her mom. After that whole ordeal, she goes home and kind of don't mention it to her family, I guess because she don't want them to know that she's going. She ends up going to a party that night with her friend, because her friend, convinces her to, to go to the party. 
it's not her vibe. She's, she's just not her the type of folks that she would normally be around. So she left early. Everybody's having fun, and she didn't want to be a drag on her friends, so she just kind of took off and went. And when she left, she ended up um, getting attacked by a vampire and got bit. And just her reaction to things about, you know, being afraid to go outside the next day. And when she realized she was bit, she, she made sure she covered up all the windows and stuff and noticed that she didn't catch on fire. And it was interesting. And her dad even was like, why do you got these windows all taped up? And he ripped them down. And she was kind of like running away from the sunlight. And the sunlight didn't affect her. And that kind of brings me uh, brings me to another point where, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, they had a thing where... And it's, it was interesting because they made a joke about Wesley Snipes by him being so dark. So they did kind of touch on colorism because the conversation that she had with her brother talking about she's so black and this, this, that, and Wesley Snipes this and Wesley Snipes that. And come to find out later on, it was a tie-in with that because it was some vampires that was there that's been around for a long time surviving in the sun. And they were saying, like, after a certain amount of time, you can survive in the sun, but especially for those who have you know, that's really, you know, heavily melanated. So the darker your skin, the more you're protected, even as a vampire against the sun, which I thought was a beautiful use of how the black skin that nobody seems to like is the things that's saving somebody, you know, it's protecting them. So I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was really neat how, how that was used. So eventually what ends up happening is that her mom get bit as well and she turns into a vampire and she finds and when she finds out that it's like homeless people that's being attacked, the first thing she thought about was her mom. So she went to go check out her mom and her mom had turned. And on accident, her she ended up killing her mom. And so she kind of wanted to get revenge on on the vampire who turned her. So that was her mission to kind of figure out what was going on. And she had her friend help her. That was her kind of like sidekick. There was a person that was mentioned who they figured was the lead vampire, but then there was a twist where it wasn't the person who they thought it was. But that's usually how it goes in these vampire movies. But like I said, I really thought the lore with the vampires and, and how they die was very interesting. They had this story about how the head vampire, he was a slave who got bit. And he ended up attacking his slave master and killing him and ended up taking over the, the land or the plantation or whatever. And so I thought that was very interesting. And what he was doing was getting all the, the folks that nobody wanted or disregarded, and he was turning them into vampires to kind of start an army, you know, so we wouldn't have to take it anymore as far as being oppressed and everything. So he was just building the army. And I love when they do stuff like that because, you know, especially when they do like a little twist like that, a little story like that, because I like when things like that are kind of flipped. Like it would be a bad thing, but even though it's a bad, the, the culture uses it. You know what? That's almost like how language and everything else, that's interesting, food and everything else. Like you take something that might be bad and, and turn it to your benefit to help or to help us survive or to and better in some way, or just so it won't hurt us anymore. So I thought it was interesting that he took his, him being a vampire to help others. Even though the way he went about it wasn't cool, it was kind of, I, I understood it in a way. So I, I felt that was very interesting and a cool take. Like I said, to me, this movie was, was okay. I wish it was better. I really do. 
But like I say, it had a lot of concepts and ideas, which I thought was really cool. The actors were okay um, here and there. Um, I just wish I would have liked it more. I really do. So it's just, I think it's like one of those kind of movies, if you're just looking for something to watch, then check it out. But I don't feel like it's a classic. And like I said, I, I automatically, when I'm watching either vampire movies or werewolf movies, you know, dealing with black folks and stuff, I'm just... I'm just really looking for that thing that's going to really knock me out, that's going to kind of combine the genres, you know. And this kind of did it, but like I said, maybe because the new director or maybe because the story just wasn't really hashed out, you know, tighter than it could have been. I just, I, um, it just didn't quite do it for me. I, 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 the way it was done, it was, it made me notice everything that was going on. And sometimes with movies, well, a lot of times with movies, it's important to be smooth enough where you don't understand the trick that's being played in front of you. So you can just sit back and enjoy it. And sometimes if the person's skill set isn't high enough, you can see how everything is done. And, and that takes you out of the illusion. And I felt that for this movie in a way. So even though the trick was, was incredible, the skill set wasn't there to pull it off. The way, the way I needed it to be. So I'm curious to know what you think. If you, if you checked it out already or you're going to check it out, um, please let me know. Leave a message. Let me know what you thought about it. All right. So that was my open discussion of the Amazon movie Black as Night. Until next time, peace. <laughs>